Confessions of a Christian Chick. My name is Amanda. I'm your host. And today I have a lovely guest. I'm going to go ahead and let her introduce herself. Hey, Amanda. Thank you so much for having me. I'm Patrice Evans. I'm considered the belly dancing minister. <laughs> I have a woman's wellness ministry and um, it's a really unique ministry. I'm walking in the spirit. I do most of it on YouTube and uh, I'd love to tell you more about it. I just love it. I love to bring out a joy. What I do is I unlock a woman's joy from her beautiful hair to her beauty from the inside out, and we always keep Jesus at the center of all that we do, and uh, yeah, so it's mostly on my YouTube channel where I have four shows where I do that for each one of the shows, and I can tell you more about that a little later. Yeah, I <laughs> look forward to hearing more about this because there are so many things that you do, and it's like, Wow, like the way you tie it all together. So, I mean, the first thing I want to ask you definitely is, people consider you the Billy Graham with an Afro. I want to ask you how you got that name because I've never heard of that before. So how did you even get that name? Well, today I have my little Afro put up. Yes, you do. It looks so cute. Thanks. Well, um, you know, I remember this girl in church saying that because I, I'm an evangelist. I do share the gospel. At the core of everything I do, the cornerstone of our faith is receiving Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And this is something that's always been in my heart, God planted it. And this is my, that's the gifting from the Holy Spirit that I have, along with healing and other ones. And I use my performing arts to, to attract people for that. But I've been doing that um, just as long as I can remember. Um, and my mother, grandmother was a preacher also, so that must have helped a little. I cheated in that way, so I got a little, <laughs> I got a little head start there. But uh, she says that because she's one of my followers and people say that because in all of my channels, I'll just share the gospel at the end. If it just comes up, like now that it came up, if anybody wants to receive Jesus as the Lord and Savior, I can definitely lead them in prayer. So um, I just, I am a true evangelist where I do make it clear because I'm, I don't know if you've noticed, but you know, these days we don't hear about it. We don't hear about salvation and, and the difference between being saved and not. And, and I think God has really pressured, put pressure on my spirit to make it clear, make that clear distinction because it will matter when we die. Yeah. It will matter, you know? So I am um, purely a true evangelist. I just happen to be a black woman with puffy hair, but I do what he did, what Billy Graham did. And that's awesome because it makes it so relatable, you having your natural hair and women being able to relate to you. When they see you, first they relate to you on how you look, and then they can get deeper into, you know, that faith, as you mentioned. So you, you, like, you kind of touched on it, but what is your faith journey? Like, how did you get to where you are now? First time somebody asked me that question, it was so loaded. <laughs> I was like, where do I begin? Right. So I have been working really hard to really condense the story. And I'm actually, you know, starting to write, I did a, a web series that I'm gonna think of, I was thinking of putting up, now I'm putting it in a book. There's just too much. So <laughs> I'm just gonna put it all in a book. But um, in a nutshell, starting with my grandmother, I didn't know growing up that I was gonna end up having her, um, I, my aunt calls it, she marked me. Like, I don't know, she had like over 25 grandchildren. So I don't know why I had a connection. I never realized why would I be 
connected to her. There's so many of us. What makes me think I have this close connection? And so there is a story about how she was so close to me growing up, prayed for me, and I ended up taking after my grandmother. She prayed out, out demons. She uh, prayed darkness over off of people. Uh, there was always a fear of voodoo and all that growing up. And I was just like, oh my goodness. But then as I grew up, I realized this is real. If there's good spirits and dark spirits and i grew up really knowing a lot about dark good and evil and i actually had to at one point pray evil off of myself because i actually believed that it was done on me by my mother and possibly yeah uh, um a supervisor so it was probably it was like a living hell what i went through and um people would call it just depression but no this is there was more going on there and i prayed and prayed and prayed and um and I remembered a religious, a spiritual experience I had as a little girl that came back that gave me the strength to believe that there was more to me than just what was happening. I thought life was over. And then the Lord just, just, uh, just revealed to me the, the, God, the God that I had in me from the day I was saved. I was saved at 15. With all that, a lot happened to 15 and 30. I'm, I'll be 50 this year. So, <laughs> so when that happens, so that's why my story is so full because I was just always like, busy so this was a pivotal moment in my life where i just said lord okay i must be a hot mess you must hate me he just he just shined a spiritual light on my spirit to see the god in me and he just he just erased the human side that i was very good at da dancing acting pretty sexy all this. that meant nothing he showed me the spirit that i had and he revealed to me you're my child and i love you because you know you have the God, the Holy Spirit in you. Do not believe the lies that your mother's telling you. Don't believe all this stuff. It, it, and he didn't say this. It was, and you, I can tell you probably know what I mean. There's sometimes a spiritual knowingness where he can talk to you spiritually and you just know, you know what I mean? It's another kind of language. And I don't know what that did, but it just broke something. And I just kind of also said, Lord, I'll give you everything. Cause I had already achieved a lot in my life in the flesh. But I had not sold out. I had received Jesus, but I saw, I said, Lord, do everything. You just get me out of this. I don't see how I could ever get out. He just broke something and a bright light just kind of was near me. And he said, get up and go to your neighbor. And from that moment, I've been sold out and I've been living for him. And so there was a point of salvation, but then there was a point of being sold out for the Lord, obeying ministry. And um, that's kind of, that's my, my, the, the uh, Reader's Digest of my, um, my story of how I came to where I am today. And I started to realize that the Lord said, I don't want you to throw away all that stuff. I just want you to know that you're nothing without me. So he brought back all my, my um, dancing, my acting and all that. And just over time, I don't know if you've experienced this, but he kind of showed me a little bit at a time. I guess you knew I couldn't take it all. And just said, you know, I want you to do a tape. I want you to do a DB. Okay, I want you to, I want you to dance. I want women are gonna be blessed. And I finally now can look back and say, wow, I had a woman's ministry. And because of all the darkness that was told that, you know, tell me that I wasn't good enough, I never saw that spiritual side of me. I didn't know I was like my grandma. I didn't believe that I could be as holy as her, you know, after hearing all that. Now I know I am basically carrying her torch. It's just that she didn't, she was afraid to dance. And so God did just what you said. He made me for such a time as this for young millennial. And I'm attracting people with the things he made me to be in the flesh. But I am, when they get there, delivering them and praying just like my grandma in the spirit so that's why i have this like balance of sensuality and spirituality that i try to teach women i've tried to balance it he doesn't want me to get rid of it he's just saying put it in the right place the way i told you to do it you see what i mean so that's that's the best i could do to oh that was the best i've done in a while i'm getting better 
I'm getting better. Yeah. So number one, first of all, shout out to your grandma, right? Because like interceding on your behalf. And that's why I always tell people like, you can intercede and pray on someone's mm-hmm. behalf. And when God is ready, he'll do the work. You know, it's like a spiritual deposit that you're leaving. Yes. So that is so good. So now that you're at the point where you feel like, you know what, you are sold out. What is your key message? Like, what are you trying to share with the world? Well, that goes back to the first question. If anybody asks me that, I'm like, are you sure you want me to answer? (laughs) (laughs) All right. You know, okay. So the answer is that um, Jesus loves you. Um, That's what he wants me to share is that he adores you. It doesn't matter where you come from, what you've done. And if you've heard my story, more than likely it was the enemy lying about who you were trying to, he actually messed up your life and then told you, look how bad you are. You messed up your life. You see what I'm saying? So he is such an awful liar, deceptor. Just look at your life and really think about what part was yours and what part was a deception that made you fall into that and give yourself a chance to know that Jesus truly does love you. And today is the day of salvation. And what you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and savior, because when you die, you want to live with him forever. Everyone is going to live forever. And there really is a heaven and a hell. So my main message is uh, any kind of healing, any kind of overcoming anything. If you just want to make it through what we're going through now, it starts with receiving Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And what that means, to be clear, because some people don't know what that means, because we've watered it down so much, is that you be- you've returned from your ways. You've said, forgive me of my sins. You believe he is who he says he is, which is God. He died on the cross for you, and he's alive today in, in heaven, and you're asking to be come in your heart to be your Lord and Savior. When you really do that, something miraculous truly does happen. God, the Holy Spirit, really does live inside of you, and he can truly help you overcome anything and actually bring things to your mind that you couldn't see yourself. So that's the only thing anyone can hear is that Jesus loves you and is never too bad for him to pull you out of anything. And today is the day of salvation. That's that's the most important thing to me. That is so good. And I just want to emphasize your last point. Like no matter what you've done, it's never too bad. Like no matter, he always loves you, right? So that's a very good point. (laughs) You spoke about this earlier. Well, you kind of mentioned it and you spoke about joy how did jesus bring joy to you because you use the acronym right so can you tell us more about that yeah yeah um i feel like i always say my story goes back to my grandma because there's something spiritual that happened when she prays for me she prayed for me me when i was a little girl um i was very sick really little and of course grandma could you imagine i'm gonna take this grandchild and i'm gonna pray over this one so she probably kept praying for me you know what i mean there must have been i must have been in her heart because i always felt favored Mm. i always had joy I had a lot of abuse in the house with my father abusing my mother and then, you know, eventually abusing, using drugs. And this, this is a PK, you know, she grew up in the church and she still took me to church, but yet in private, she was really not living that life. And so um, I kept joy. How did that happen? I have no idea. I was always laughing. I was always smiling. I was always playing. And so that was God doing that, keeping me. I always call it a heavenly joy. It is not something of this earth. Something happened where I actually had a piece of, like if it was a cloud, he must've put a little piece of heaven in me because I always had joy even when things went wrong. Now, when it was time for me to literally come of age and receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior, that's when things got a little rough because I was becoming a woman. But then I now made full circle. Now I have my hands on the wheel and I'm holding on to that joy, deliberately protecting that joy. And what it stands for is Jesus overcame for you. That's what I've coined. And uh, it's part of the receiving Jesus as Savior. So the joy I have now at at 50, that makes me still look like a child, you like child, is that I hold on to a joy. It's really a secret to being young, feeling young, and 
just approaching everything like a child does, just joyfully, you know what I'm saying? It's a secret that's heavenly. And so that's where my whole ministry is uh, um, built on joy, (laughs) How how to find yours and how to keep it. Wow, that's awesome. And what you said is so true because even in the Bible, it says that, you know, that you have to be like a child to enter the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. So just having that joy. And it's not, it's not easy sometimes, though. Can we be honest? Like sometimes life is like, whoa, you know, it's like, what's going on? But going back to Jesus, the fact that he loves you, that triumphs everything. Yes. So that's good. So this is a question I really want to ask, and I've been so interested in it. And you're a belly dancer. So I want to know, I think everyone wants to know how you tie that into your ministry. Because I, you know, when you think of belly dancers, it's like, oh, wow. But you never think of like a Christian belly dancer. So can you please elaborate on that? And I want to thank you as my sister in Christ letting me. Because yeah. that's something that in our church, in our body, sometimes we don't even open ourselves up to here. Right. You won't believe it, but God literally told me to do it. Wow. And I've really struggled with that because my grandmother had some legalistic things in her and I've always struggled with the dancing. And, the, and so I always had to find that balance. So I took my mother's, you know, open-mindedness, you know, she was a hippie and my grandmother's, and I tried to find that middle. I've been trying to find that middle. And so God told me to do it. I've been doing international dancing. I have my dance fitness program. And I said, Lord, I don't know anything about that. I know it sounds crazy, but what you do, and I could just tell by you and your ministry is sometimes you just got to step out on faith. Yeah. You gotta obey. I've just I've just been spending my whole obedient part since my pivotal moment obeying. I, I'm honest with him and I'll have conversations and I'll tell him how I don't wanna do it. Yeah. But while I'm doing it, of course. Like <laughs> so I'm like, I don't like this. This is gonna be weird. How am I gonna tell my sisters in Christ? You know, but but I did huh? I said that's good. Like you can be transparent because he knows anyway, right? Yeah. And that's what I've that's kind of been a secret of mine, is just I, Lord, I fail. I look a hot mess. Please forgive me. I never turn my back and, and, and not uh, talk to him, bring it to the altar. He already sees it. He, already, he was there when you were doing it. Exactly. I, told, I told a friend once that and she was like, I can't do that. I was like, he was there when you did it. You might as all he wants to do is know that you came to him like Adam and Eve. He says, where are you, um, Adam? He knew where he was. Exactly. He wanted him to have the respect to know that I did wrong, bring it before you and get real with, you know what I mean? And, and get honest with who you are. So I've always tried to ex- do that. Um, but with belly dance, I said, Lord, I, I'm struggling with this. I don't like it. I didn't, I didn't always jump on what he told me to do right away. I had to think it through and figure it out and make sense of it. But I started learning it. And um, he actually stopped me in my tracks, basically, because I had an injury. And he's like, I told you to stop now and do it. Oh, wow. I've never shared that until now. So you got exclusive information. <laughs> but- <laughs> So only for your channel, only here in Confessions Up. <laughs> so no, but um, then I, he had to stop me. So I did it. And then I had already had a, a woman's ministry. I thought I had already reached what God wanted me to do. I figured it out. I finally got my calling. He was like, no, there's more. That was like boot camp for something later. And so I'm like, I haven't performed professionally. I'm usually dancing in fitness with someone, with a group. And I have the anointing of getting like thousands of people moving and it was great. Then he said, go out streaming, waiting for COVID. And he's telling me to do my joint ministry and he's saying, stop and belly dance. I'm like, what? Okay, sure. So I'm doing it and I moved to Atlanta and I had no, I, I came in for acting. I had no idea that this place was so big with belly dance and that they hadn't had representation of an African-American woman. And so I said, this is actually natural for me. He told me that, like you were just born. And my body just moves naturally. And I am about sensuality and spirituality, the balance. 
it was so perfect for my ministry. And it helps to unlock a woman's joy. Their sensuality really is important. Um, first of all, women are not important enough for us to really think about what's our hearts and our minds, what matters to us. And so we think, so the world tells us what matters. You want to look cute for a man. Know that if you really look at a woman's heart, and if you've ever been married and you wanted to be beautiful and sexy for your husband, um, it wasn't that he thought you were sexy. First, you had to feel sexy. Wow. You had to feel it yourself. It, I, if you really, God knew that. He had to reveal that to me. That you've got to feel sexually in the way that he made you to be in the right place, of course. Yeah, yeah. And you've got to literally, that hair still has to make you feel. Then you're going to glow. And then, like, my husband can say, you're sexy all you want to, but if I feel like my hair looks a hot mess, he can say it all he wants to. Yeah. I don't feel it, and I can't. So he taught me that women need that. They need to feel sensual. They need to feel beautiful. And the sensual is part of them feeling beautiful. That helps them unlock their joy. Um, no one wants to admit it, but it's the truth. They need that. They need, and, and with the dancing, it's a, it's a delicate, it's very feminine, it's very womanly, and it's not raunchy. There's no twerking or anything, you know, and you gotta get, you gotta keep it connected. Can we say that on the channel? You gotta get connected to your body. You have to really, and then I'm in fitness. So it's like, you're really, uh, it's body, mind and spirit in one. So I said, I get it, Lord. I'm perfect for the job. He's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> so that's where I, I use that now to really bring out a woman's joy. And I could give you a demonstration if you want. But <laughs> one of these days, if you do live, you know, let me know. But yeah, you, when you start to do those movements, you get connected to your body. It's very sensual, but not, not raunchy. And I always say, if guys are watching, this is how you can build the muscle of respecting a beautiful flower, because that's the problem. It's not that we don't need to be sensual, because I mean, we have a lot of women, African-American women in particular, that are very shapely naturally. Yeah. And they're just going to be sexy no matter, I was one of those women, I'm going to be sexy no matter, I can't turn it off. Yeah. So um, what, is there something wrong? And then I thought about my grandmother. If he got, it's his fault. Go ask, go talk to him. I can't help that I have curve. He made me this way. So yeah. he showed me the place that it belongs. He showed me the place. And I don't think there's anyone showing young women the place. And older women are just like scared. So they don't want to touch, you know, and they're gaining weight and they're not feeling good and they're bitter. You know what I mean? So there's that place in a woman where we just we're nurturing and we have so much beauty but if we don't unlock that and soften ourselves here we can't have that strength that we're having right now you know that's because you have a prayer life that's because you have softened in your heart so we can have this we can feel good about you know just talking and being joyful does it make sense and you know what what you said is so true because i feel like especially a lot of um believing women they they turn off that sensual side because they feel like some sort of guilt or maybe, oh, if they're a Christian, they shouldn't have that sensual side. And you said, no, like God made you this way, you know? So it's okay to tap into that in the right context, of course. Amen. But it's okay, this is who you are as a woman. But man, a lot of people are like, they don't know how to manage it. They don't know how to cope with both. Like, how can I be a believer, but also be in tune with myself and be in tune with my body? Amen. That's really good. So I just want to ask you, um, what is like the last message that you have for everyone that may have maybe struggling with their past or struggling with their mind or not feeling sensual? What message can you relate to them? I'm going to give you, I'm going to tell you something that you've already did for me. Just before I got on, I'm going to be transparent. I had a lot of little silly things where the enemy was trying to mess with me with things that are just so silly. And I said, I was talking to my husband, I was like, I got to like be joyful. I'm getting ready to talk. And then he says, yes, we're going to pray. You started with prayer. I start with prayer. And my answer is, all this stuff I talked about is good. It's all nice. Yeah. But how do I connect in this realm with the Jesus? How? Prayer is powerful. 
In fact, the first prayer to be a, in part of the family, first thing you do is say a prayer, asking Jesus to be a Lord and Savior, saying you believe in him, asking him. But prayer, I, prayer is powerful. And I'm not saying, you know, yeah, yeah, I've heard that. No, no, no. Like we said before, you can talk to him like you're talking, like I'm talking to you, Amanda, right now. He wants you to be transparent is what I feel. Even if you did wrong, if, if the devil um, convinces you to think, oh, it's too late, now I got to pull away. Now, the further you pull away, you got to be pulling forward, even if you don't want to, if you're tired, if you don't want to, say a quick one, scream at God and say, how could you do that? And then say, I'm sorry later. You know what I'm saying? But prayer, don't be afraid to pray right now and lay it on the altar and say, I don't know how to get saved. I don't like you, Jesus. I'm of another faith, but this lady claims I'm going to look cute like her if, <laughs> if I have you in my life. So I'm going to give you a day. But you know what I mean? And then I say we're saved, but we just started getting, we know we've been lost. And now we're embarrassed. Like, see, the enemy would love that for you to stay away. It's like you staying away from your husband, for you staying away from your mother, you staying away from your friend. You know what I mean? Is it going to make the relationship better that you hide from your friend? So you're supposed to love Jesus the most. He's your best friend. This is providing you for see Jesus as your Lord and Savior first. Now, that you gotta have a personal relationship with him. And the, the key, would you agree, is prayer. How do you talk to Jesus? Yeah. Pray. So if there's anything I'm gonna leave people with is begin your prayer life. I told someone else on a show that I was always talking about getting my prayer room and my closet. And I was like, we can make a big deal out of it. Get a pillow, find a corner, yeah. get your phone, and just sit there and do it. Even if you don't want to. It's a muscle, it's like working out. I'm a coach for fitness and stuff. You're not gonna wanna do it. It isn't going to be easy. But now that with COVID, we've, I've been telling people this because I thought it was a, 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 a no-brainer, but a lot of people aren't seeing this. God's really allowed for us to get a lot of distractions out of our lives. There's no excuse now. Yeah. Pray. Pray meaning talk. Meaning talk to your, your best friend yeah. that knows you because he made you. If you're wondering why you look the way you look, if you're wondering, ask him, why belly dance? Why me? do it and I'll show you. And I'm like, oh, snap. Okay, this makes sense. Okay, I get it, I get it. <laughs> so that's my thing, prayer. So you blessed me with prayer and it really brought up my energy. It just brings up your joy, prayer. Wow, I'm so happy to hear that. So before we go, first of all, I am going to need you to share like everywhere people can number one watch your videos or just follow you and keep in touch because this is amazing. So if you don't mind, if you can do that for us. All right. Yeah. So I always tell people I hang out on YouTube because, you know, I just um, uh, got over 10,000 subscribers, which oh, is really exciting. Yeah. And keeping Jesus at the center, which is really important. So YouTube is main one for me, Patrice T. Evans. Um, I have four shows a week on Sundays. I share, God has let me to go into the Bible and share. And he says, Revelation. This is way before COVID. And I'm like, okay, Lord. I don't get how I'm doing it, but I'm going to obey. And now I get it, of course. So, so now we're doing Revelation in a fun way, just like this, just whatever the Lord leads me. Tuesdays, I show off my performing arts as a professional actress and dancer in film and television and everything. I show off things I'm up to on Tuesdays or any kind of dancing. And then on Thursdays, I talk about the hair, the her, and <laughs> have a natural hair product line. Yeah, AyurvedaCurls.com is where you can get the natural product line. I pray over the the oils and everything's for growth oils and all that stuff. And on Saturdays, I pull it all together. That's the day on Saturdays at 11 a.m. Uh, live. I show you practically, the teacher in me shows you how, how to unlock your joy, how to um, do the spelly dance, use the spelly dance form to, 
He Transforms and Unlock Your Joy, Body, Mind, and Spirit. It's about a 45, 50 minute class. It's fun. I show you how I dance and how to be free with your body. And then at the end, we do like a freestyle. And then on Instagram, I have a few belly dance fit with Patrice on one of my Instagrams, but the one I use the most is Patrice C. Evans Official. I have on Facebook, Patrice C. Evans Caribbean style belly dancer actress. <laughs> and so you can, if you want to go on my website and learn more drills, you can just go Patricia Evans Joy or bellydancefit.com and you can learn more about what I do. So there's a lot of places. Just put everything, um, clickable links in the show notes, guys. And I do, I do want to ask, it's a quick little question, but can we be a beginner if we want to join the belly dance class? Because I know a lot of people can't belly dance. So what level do we need to be on? Now, I used to have a soccer dance fitness class that was like really intense. So the Lord said, no, I want it at any level. <laughs> so yes, it's low. It's fun. There is no, there are no rules. It's about you connecting with your body, okay. feeling the sensuality in the right place. I want to say something that my ministries for women, if you're born with a womb, that's what I mean when I say woman. <laughs> so there's something specific that happens with women and our hormones and the way we grow in different stages. And that's what I'm here to bless. Okay. Well, thank you so much. That was Patrice B. Evans, guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. And of course, you guys know that you can follow Confessions of the Christian Shake on Instagram or send an email to confessionsofchristianshake.com and we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye.